0: I'm trying to think of a multi for Tooth Fairy but I don't think anybody believes in it I think y'all brought this up before on a, on a previous podcast on no kid ever really believes in the Tooth Fairy
1: yeah yeah definitely didn't <laughs> fucking still don't <laughs> fucking, never did never would <laughs> but yeah
0: we just see in the background of your screen there's like a lot of teeth under your pillow <laughs> just waiting <laughs> he's clearly been taking it's just stacked up. teeth <laughs> from afar <laughs> <laughs> it's like in a mason jar no cap okay welcome back to no well welcome back <laughs> welcome to big facts no cap the only podcast where adrian has nine wives and they all tell their kids white lies actually no i don't like that no, no, let's, take it back. let's take it back
1: yeah i don't want to be painted as a polygamist
0: Ooh. okay okay okay, okay. i got you i got you i got you y'all ready mm-hmm. let me run this back
1: hold on let me prepare myself <laughs>
0: welcome to big facts no cap the only podcast where kids still believe in sci-fi because they were told white lies from their parents welcome
1: you want to do one more take on that or um, are
0: you? yes one more take welcome to big facts no cap the only podcast where kids still believe in sci-fi because they were told white lies i'm phil as always and this is adrian and paul let's get big facting let's get no capping
1: that's my line <laughs> Let's uh, get let big say-
0: facting. Let's get no
2: capping, as I, <laughs> Paul, always say. Let's go.
0: Okay, I'll write it back. <laughs> welcome, to, welcome to Big Facts No Cap, the only podcast where kids still believe in sci fi because they were told white lies. As always, I'm your host, Phil. With today, I got two guests, Little Adrian and Little Paul. Let's get big facting, as I always say. Let's big get capping, as I always say. And I am your captain. Thank you, baby.
1: <laughs> all right,
0: all right. I, I, I think I'm yelling too loud. I see the lines going way up.
1: <laughs> That's fine. You can Whatever. clip a little bit.
0: Okay, I do one more serious take. Welcome to Big Facts. Big facts. No cap. Big facts. No cap. No cap. Big facts.
2: No cap. Big facts. No cap. No
0: cap. Big facts. No cap. No cap. No cap.
2: No cap.
1: Back. No cap. No cap. All right. And we, we back. back. And we back. And, we, and, we, and, and back. we back. This ain't the intro. This the entree. Got Philip in the studio with my auntie.
0: Trying to turn my baby mama to my fiance. This is my partner. Nobody. I'm else the special here. guest with uh, Adrian's aunt today. <laughs> There, do you have an aunt? Is, is she still alive? Yeah, he said Spanish he has of do course, Do I he have has an aunt? <laughs> Wait.
1: Are, you asking about, are, you, are you asking me about Tia Lorena? Are you asking me about Tia Mirna? i are you asking me about? What are you asking me about? Alright, so this, this episode's okay. already right. <laughs> <laughs> <You> just... good.
0: <laughs> Let's all go home. Oh man! So what, y'all, what? What have y'all been up to this week?
1: We're gonna do a uh, we're gonna do a Drake's roommate, and we're actually gonna ask you to just drive home right now. So. <laughs> what did
0: Drake's roommate do to belt? Leave and please drive home. Uh, yeah, like Drake's roommate and like, me. We were we were visiting Drake in Charleston, and then we like we went out drinking, and I think Drake was somewhere else, but me and Adrian were at Drake's house, and we were pretty drunk. And then Drake's roommate came back with a girl, and it's like, y- "Y'all gotta leave." And then we're just like, "Okay," and then we we left. I think.
1: She she was already there. I think she was, like, his long-term uh, girlfriend. But she was, like, too nervous to go out and do stuff in, like, the living room kitchen area because we were out there. And so he said, you guys need to leave. So it wasn't even, like, he was, like, scoring that night. He was, like, she was there and was like, yeah, there's two strangers in the kitchen. And I think Drake was just so in his she room. was
2: definitely white, right? I have to. So. We never saw her.
1: <laughs> I never saw <laughs> I, I can get from the vibe of yeah, the dude it was, day, a it was definitely a <laughs> white girl. Um. It was one of the Damon Wayne's brothers. Wait, why would they both be named Damon Wayans? It was one of the Wayne's brothers <laughs> yes. dressed up as a white chick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh,
2: from that movie White Chicks. Okay, that took yeah. me a second. That was a good movie. <laughs> yeah.
1: I forget yeah. that it was
2: the Wayne's
0: brothers. Because well, they were up. in the white chick costumes like the majority of the movie. Yeah.
1: And th- they fooled Phil as a kid. He did not realize <laughs> no, that, was a... that was them.
2: The Wayans Brothers. <laughs> so
1: and yesterday. Phil
2: was like, this movie makes no sense. There's a hot girl, she gets in a car crash, <laughs> and then she starts acting weird.
1: He's like, Mommy, why does she act weird, and why does my pee-pee get hard every time I see her? You know,
0: my pee-pee got hard when I saw the Wayans Brothers. That's <laughs> how the white chick like. So you just like the yeah. intro bit and the outro <laughs> I've bit. I've never seen the, the middle of the movie. Was... Always fast-forwarded it. <laughs>
1: Your parents didn't want you to expose you to uh degenerate trans racials, so they <laughs> edited the movie for you. You were
0: going with transgender as long as they stay the same race, but they are like, okay, this is getting too much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now they're messing up our core family values. So, Phil, um probably our first and only guest to be a guest on both sides of the pond. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And also the only person to guess twice. I think the Other fans were clamoring for twice it,
1: People have been were asking, asking for Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: we we read the fan mail, we read we read your your concerns, and I'm back. It's okay, Daddy's home. We're good. <laughs> Daddy drove up to Charlotte for you.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, <laughs> Phil's back. Daddy's home is the name of this episode. No negotiation. Uh, and
0: then put my phone number in the quotations, <laughs> in the parentheses. <laughs>
1: Phil to colon, Electric Boogaloo, colon, Daddy's Home. <laughs> home.
0: Wasn't that a uh, Robert De Niro movie, Daddy's Home?
1: Was that the one where it's Mel Gibson and uh, the guy who plays uh, the bad guy in Dexter? And, like, he's Will Ferrell's dad and the other one's, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely that I know one. what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> yeah No, i thought there was a movie called daddy's home with like robert de niro and then like another young comedic actor are you thinking of the movie with what to th- are you thinking of the, uh... the white
2: chicks <laughs> <laughs> are you thinking of schindler's list <laughs> <laughs> yeah mel gibson got me thinking of schindler's list That's what it was.
1: you thinking of passion of the christ
0: <laughs> no there's actually a movie called daddy's home and i'm pretty sure robert de niro's in it you looking it up pull oh, that shit. up jamie
2: you're the JB here. Never call me the fucking JB again.
0: <laughs> no cap.
1: Did so I tell you that, that happened to me at a at a bar once? I was uh hanging out with uh Gabe in Austin and uh we were trying to we were trying to uh, chat up some broads with some uh we uh, were trying to chat up some birds with some uh what do they call pickup lines in england chat up lines and gabe mentioned to one of the girls that i was a producer and he was like yeah he's got really good rhythm which i don't and he was like you should show her and i was like what does that mean One, two, three, four. One, two,
0: three, four. <laughs> and a one a and, a two, and a and a one, clap and a three, and a four, at the same time <laughs> just that one clap. <laughs> but just love it when you can and that would have really the saved time time deal. <laughs> bro <laughs> Bitches love the clap.
1: That night really proved how much of an old man I am. Where like, I went to go buy them a drink and it was so loud in there. I had to ask them like six times what they wanted me to get. Them. I was like, I'm sorry. I still can't hear you, ma'am. What would <laughs> ma'am. you like? <laughs> Ooh, that's too <old. laughs> <You> expensive. You want <laughs> cranberry <laughs> and can't, can't you pick one? Um, Famously, that night ended at uh, Bar Nandi Cheese Fries. So, <laughs> really, you yeah. know what's out. up.
2: <laughs> no
0: cap. But I really liked how, uh, how Zach was like, there's one part of that Pokemon episode when he was like, "I never really had a stalker," and then Adrian was like, "I can imagine." <laughs> I was like, there was there was one point where we all were attacking Zach so much, and for some reason, I really liked it. I have nothing against Zach. <laughs> that was that was like the highlight of the. Po- I re- I, re- I ran that back a couple times.
1: <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Phil has always had a deep crush on Doralee mm. so he wouldn't hate all of her lovers. That
2: fine Latina broad. That spicy Lucy. <laughs>
1: The only Chalula. in Wait, Lexington. Adrian, your
2: mom listens to all these episodes. <laughs> Do we need to cut this out?
1: <laughs> no, she'll think it's funny.
2: <laughs> it's hilarious that Phil wants to fuck my daughter. Yeah.
1: I mean, we come from a culture where, like, is considered polite, you know? We got fucked up now. Is your auntie listening to this? Don't you bring her into this. <laughs> you keep her name out of your goddamn mouth, Phil. <laughs>
0: But nah, I, I like the guest episodes a lot. It's, and I just figure, you know, since I'm like pretty much like an hour away, I mean, you might as well come up here, you know, do an episode, get drunk with Paul. I'm, I'm actually really not going
2: get... to lie to you. This is okay. a pretty open invitation. You could come up most weekends. You could become a third <laughs> <now>. <laughs> just like...
1: I think it would be really dope if, like, you spent half of your weekends away from Mandate with us.
0: We've actually thought about moving to Charlotte a couple of times. Um, it's a cool area. We have, like a lot of places around here. And then yeah, there's the, the really good barcade around here. Um I still have a membership card. A, a bar, yeah.
1: Phil, not a reason to move to a different city though. <laughs> you I feel like you guys should move to Asheville or Durham. You guys should really go for like nah, white hippie type.
0: We don't want to get too white. We want to go to a place where we can still try to make a difference and not just go to the place where there's no difference necessary because it's all, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? It, Asheville <laughs> is <laughs> a utopia. Asheville's very white. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just I don't know. It's
1: you know, I've actually made that comment before where uh, there was someone on Facebook who used to do a lot of uh, slacktivism on, like, BLM stuff. It was a white girl I used to work with. And then, like, as soon as, like, Trump—I think it was after the election where Trump won more of the vote than she wanted. She was like, well, I'm just going to move to Iceland and be away from all of you guys where they have, like, healthcare and stuff. And I was like, so your solution is move to, like, the whitest place <laughs> yeah. in the world and just be away from all the people of color you yeah, talk about uh, caring about? It's got kind
0: of people saying, like, I'll move to Canada, you know, after, like— trump wins or something it's, it's so like the opposite of being productive and trying to make a difference even though does have free weed that's pretty not free weeds legal weed not free weed free healthcare.
1: <laughs> you know like in hawaii where they put the lay on you as soon as you land <laughs> they, off the they plane. put a candy necklace <laughs> a on Canada you necklace. and the candies are edible
0: <laughs> so i don't mind staying in columbia but it's kind of still like the idea of like I, i've done everything here that i would want to do and now i'm pretty bored Wait, wait, so you're, like, you can complete
2: a city is how you see it? Like,
0: (laughs) I feel like I've completed Columbia pretty much. There's nothing. Float down that dirty-ass river, (laughs) then, uh...
2: Alright, alright, so, um, do we have a media roundup?
1: Alright, so the first thing I want to talk about is, um, I want to give a quick shout-out. Actually, this isn't even a media roundup, this is just a random idea. So, this will probably get cut out, but I really like that since the beginning of the pandemic... Anthony Fauci has always been addressed as Anthony Fauci. And I think it was in a Seth Meyers clip of like Anthony Fauci throughout the years, kind of talking about his credibility, where the only video where he introduces himself, he calls himself Tony Fauci. And no one ever calls him that. And I wanted to know... Do you guys think that's because it doesn't sound as authoritative? And I wanted to give anybody the chance to do the character of epidemiologist and specialist in diseases, Tony Fauci.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, we talked about it last episode that came out, right? It's, uh, or it's not the last one that came out, but two ones that came out ago with, uh, Ben. It, shortening your names? Is yeah, that right? shortening your name. Gus, no respect for Gus. August. Mm-hmm. Augustus, all of a sudden, that that's a boss. Billy, no respect. William, that's a respectful name.
1: Exactly, and I feel like his strategy was, I'm trying to come off as approachable. No, various, I, like, I, you know, I wouldn't take health advice I, from a Tony. If my
2: doctor was Dr. Tony, I would be like, you're Dr. Nobody to yeah, me, yeah, I'm out of yeah. here. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh. I agree. Phil, do you want to do the character Tony Fauci giving people hey, advice in the pandemic? my name's
0: Tony! <laughs> Fucking wear your mask, and don't go in that river in Columbia. That's got it! <laughs> <laughs> it's dirty. <laughs> uh and you're showing your name
2: now tony tony if i wanted a good if i wanted a good slice of pizza and nobody in the in the in the pizza shop was wearing their mask how what do how do i deal with that situation
0: what kind of pizza you talking though
2: i'm talking good pizza all
0: right thin thin thin, thin bread thin crust yeah thin crust all right right so it's a new york slice it's a new york slice nobody's wearing the mask and you're asking if you should still get the pizza
2: yeah what what do i do how do i handle the situation
0: hmm okay when you walk in, is there a bell on the door that alarms the, the employees that you Obviously, walk in? Obviously, it's a okay. New York slice. Is there anybody else in the restaurant? Yeah, they're all not wearing their masks. That's so all the customers are not wearing their masks? Yeah, yeah, all but... the employees are not wearing their masks? Mm-hmm. Are you wearing a mask? Yes. I would ask them, can you have a sample of food? A sample of a pizza? <laughs> and then just see their reactions. <laughs> and see if they have gloves on. When You've just lately co- given up the accent. <laughs> Let's get real here. Hold up. (laughs) I would ask for a sample.
1: Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, Tony, Tony, Tony Fauci, Tony. Yo, I've been uh I've been seeing this girl during the pandemic, right? And we're going out, but she's wearing a mask. How do I know that her face isn't totally fucked up under that mask, Tony?
0: Okay, very good question. I've had this happen to me multiple times. You grab the mask, you just fucking whip it down and say there was a fly on a mask and you were trying to swat it off of the mask. So, you're going to get your hand. You want to make sure.
1: That's solid advice. Hand,
0: so, then you're kind of swatting it by the same time your fingertips are brushing the mask. So, they're, it's going to pull it down. And then, uh, if her face is fucked up, then um, you can say, like, I'm allergic to that fly that was. Uh, I'm allergic to bees. There was a bee on you. You say it exactly like this so she, she knows you're telling the truth. And you're not fucking up. And say, I got to go to the hospital right now. And you push her over. You run to your car and you drive as fast as you can. You drive away. Now, Even if her face you're... is not fucked up, right. you really play into that hero, like you know, role of like I just saved your life. There was a bee on your mask.
2: Now, now, Tony, is it, you're a married man, and you said you've been on
0: a lot of dates and had this situation. happen I'm a not lot. married when I'm on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm on the big facts, no, I'm not married. Right?
1: Go on. Tony, Tony, last question for the press conference. I was thinking about getting the COVID vaccine, but it involves someone like sticking something in you. That's kind of gay, ooh, right? Ooh,
0: very gay indeed. Yes, I can get your <laughs> point 100%. I don't take it. Yeah. If you think about it that way. Yeah, I agree with you. I was going to. I actually already had it but now. I'm not going to tell anybody that I had it because <laughs> <laughs> I can go multiple establishments now.
1: I'm definitely not getting <laughs> that second shot now. I want
0: people to know I got the vaccine. I mean, great oh. question. Great question.
1: All right, so that was my review roundup. (laughs) round No, I had actually, I had one more thing really quick. I watched a movie that I quite enjoyed, which was surprising because it was recommended by Phil. I watched the movie Better Watch Out. Oh, you watched it? It was pretty, pretty good. Uh, It was a little off season because it was like last week, but it was good. Uh, I think in the same way that I identified um, Good Times as being kind of like a better Uncut Gems. Different directors, but I kind of thought it was like a slightly less good funny games. So I would give my reciprocal, uh recommendation that if you like that movie you should watch funny games and I, also i always look up the reddit threads like discussing movies after i watch them and a lot of other people identified that as well they're like yeah it's, it's very much like a like christmasy funny games i wanted to quick give a quick shout out to our uk and northern ireland listeners uh we averaged at uh, position 39 on the charts last week wow um, for stand-up comedy uh 176 in america so hey uh our yankee ass listeners <laughs> get your views up okay <laughs> yeah, so no, i the... noticed that
2: too we do have a lot of northern ireland listeners and i assume it's all the people who came to us because of our uh dairy girl roundups
1: probably mm-hmm. yeah all right that's it for me let's uh let's get to collective media roundup unless phil is there anything else you wanted to bring yeah, up i got here? some
0: uh, media roundup so eric the architect came out with a solo ep that
1: was really good i listened to yeah it i liked good.
0: it um it's called future proof really it's a, I think it's five six songs yeah pretty short and I know he's had a beat tape come out in the past. I don't know if yeah. he's actually came out with a solo He's he-
2: had three beat tapes. Oh really? Yeah, it with a theories. That's
0: pretty cool. Um I don't know if he's ever actually come out with a solo project where he does like vocals too, but this was really good. I liked it. Uh let's see well,
2: Yeah, still waiting on that. I Michi was gonna say has a yeah, solo yeah, Michi has too. a solo coming too.
0: Yeah, I thought it was gonna Thank come you. out this week as well, so I don't, I, I don't know. He hasn't I don't think he's put a date on it looking back at his post. But um
1: uh, Yeah, I don't think so. And I think Juice knows where he's at, so he's just going to keep going on with the group. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah, I was very thankful he did not come out with a solo (laughs) That would have been horrible. Um, Don't get me wrong, I would have listened to it, but...
1: Every day, me and Mary Jane. Every day, me and Mary Jane. You might say I'm addicted, but me, I'm truly lifted.
2: You know what? Okay, I'll be the one who says it. I actually, like, sometimes... You think Juice is the GOAT? (laughs) No,
0: he's clearly... <laughs> we all the, want to say
2: it. <laughs> he's clearly the worst of the three, but sometimes I think being the worst of the three gets him too much hate. He's He's got some good verses.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Actually, no, I don't see that, but... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think he actively detracts from the three. No, sometimes
2: he, like, sometimes he, like, warps his voice. I guess that might be Eric doing it on the, like, uh, production. I don't know. On post-production?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah he does have some cool he, his voice can be cool at some points yeah when he's like off the track and is like you can't hear it it's like on oh, mute <laughs> <laughs> i really I, I get it out uh he actually had a didn't he have the opening verse on the um escaped new york album you know the um
1: yeah yeah i didn't like it because he like imme- he immediately has a like a really stretched rhyme like in the first like two lines of it yeah
0: Oh, Beast Coast—that's that's what their name is. I sure I remember yeah, the collective. Group. Yeah. You ever listened to them before?
1: Yeah, they have the really fun Jimmy uh, Fallon performance, where it's just that like awesome. ten of them in like leather jackets doing like a boy band <laughs> cover of like Left Hand, and of course the Goat Nick Caution.
0: Wait, which ASAP member was part of Beast Coast? I think it, it, technically I think... all of ASAP
2: was, but like they don't mm-hmm. show up at like you're not going to get Rocky on a uh, Beast Coast.
0: Yeah, right? but I see, the Rocky not going album. Anything else though? first in peace. Um, yeah, wait, I...
2: wait you're thinking of asap Ferg. no, no Fergus still alive as well you're thinking <laughs> <of> asap <Yams. laughs> yeah yams. Yams. Yes. Yes. rocky is also still alive I, to be honest
0: i just jokingly said rest in peace but you're right <laughs> asap yams did it was yams day recently yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah uh hobson came out with a new music video have y'all seen that
1: <laughs> paul loves <him.
0: laughs> you know, I like, it <laughs> i feel you i know i i kind of do too um but this one was actually like <laughs> Usually when he comes out with a single, he comes out with a music video, which I think is kind of cool. Um, but his past few
1: yeah, no other musician does that.
0: But no, like <laughs> he does that with almost every single he does, and like I, I feel like it's kind of impressive. But for I guess a rapper wise, I think a lot of like pop stars they do a music video with their single. Adrian could definitely agree me, agree with me on this that Hobson will get kind of preachy in his raps with his music videos. and kind of like very really yeah. corny. Yeah, he does. Like do he it. had like the whole like uh, classroom uh, music God's video. God's
2: not real. Fifteen. <laughs>
0: exactly yeah but this one wasn't preachy it was just talking about his past experience as a kid where his like dad would like abuse his mom and it was just i don't know talking about how he's affected by it uh to this day so it was actually like a pretty personal cool uh song um different than what he usually does so i like that and then lastly oh Oh, i was gonna
2: say okay the hopson thing was a good transition into the other thing we were gonna talk about but i'll let you finish up
0: okay and um lastly i listened to some of shuffle tees podcast and oh nice it was, it was pretty good uh his last podcast episode he recorded in three different segments the first segment was recorded five days before his upcoming battle the second segment was recorded on the car drive there to the battle and then the last segment was recorded after the battle so it kind of goes over him prepping for the battle how he feels going into it and how he felt walking away from it and it's really it's a really cool podcast to listen to if you ever
1: wait was that him versus uh soul? Yep,
0: him versus soul
1: damn mm-hmm. that's crazy that must have been a good battle I mean,
0: what the fuck are you talking about there's no other podcast <laughs> <laughs> i just made that up i'm sorry Yo, you're
1: such a goddamn lion ass mouth <laughs>
0: Might be, might be. Um, I just made this shit up real quick, and that's my media roundup.
1: A rapper who's kind of the opposite of Soul and Shuffle T would be Machine Gun Kelly. I think we can all- Oh, wait, I actually had a media roundup too,
2: Adrian. Okay. Um, So for my media roundup, um, if you have access to HBO Max, go watch How To with John Wilson, and it is a show produced by Nathan Fielder, who, I mean, I know me and Adrian are a big fan of uh, Nathan For You. Yeah, I love the show. With how to was john wilson really hilarious it's like this guy who just seemed seemingly walked around new york and got all this ridiculous footage of people doing stupid things and then just put like kind of funny narration over it the type of thing you would imagine just like met weird people talk
1: to people but it's all it's all good shit yeah. so is it like a like a more subtle all gas no Breaks? it's more subtle
2: and it seems less mocking then all gas, no breaks. Mm. And on top of that, he it's a little bit more like documentary footage. Sometimes he'll talk to a person in an interview style, but it's a little bit more like sit back and watch.
0: Oh, I watched cool. the um Tim Heidegger special after you recommended it on one of your podcasts. Uh I loved it. I, I think I've watched it two or three times so far. I, I rewatched it for sure at least once, but it was so funny. And I don't know if you knew this, but if you look up Tim stand standup on YouTube, like all of his old sets. Like there's one video from 13 years ago and he wears the same exact outfit that he did in the special. So the outfit is just jeans and like the jeans, I think are notably like unzipped. So you can kind of see that in the special. But, uh, and then also a, a tucked in green button down and then like a leather jacket and then he has slip back hair. So he was very daddish during it, but all of his stand up clips, he's wearing the same exact outfit. Oh,
2: dude, yeah. Uh, shout out to Adam Young. He's the one who texted me like, you got to watch that. And I did.
0: Shout out Adam. I miss you. Goddamn
2: Atlanta. <laughs> Adam Young and Ace Happy Two famously dead people. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna really enjoy that stuff.
2: <laughs> Adam will be like, I wish I was dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, okay, I'm gonna get a beer real quick and then we're good to go into MGK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So speaking of Hobson, speaking of Soul, speaking of Shuffle T, speaking of the goats of the game, uh, obviously they all fall in second pale in comparison to The Alpha Omega, The Gunner, The Lace Up Movement himself, Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, And so in honor of him and his new album, and his new movie that he released for the album, uh, we watched the whole thing, and we have a review. Uh, Paul and I watched it together. Phil watched it alone. So Phil, do you want to give your takes on the movie very quickly?
0: Um, Yes, I was talking to Paul about this earlier, actually, and I was like, what did you like better? Downfall's High or Eight Mile? Because that really decides who wins the MGK and Eminem beef. Which movie was better? Now, with the 50 minutes that MGK was given for Downfall's High, I don't know. Was it better than Eight Mile? Was Eight Mile too long? Who's to say? Who's to say? Uh, no, I didn't like the movie. It was pretty bad. But, <laughs> uh, I was about to say, this is going to be controversial because I kind of hated that uh, whole time. No, no. It was, I didn't like the movie. I didn't know recently people were saying like, I can't believe Eminem made MGK switch genres. That's how bad that he beat him in the beef. Yeah. And yeah I always yeah. felt like, well, that's not true. And then. I, when he came out with this movie, it somehow just made him look worse as a person to where I'm like, wow, Eminem not only made him switch genres for real, but he even made a bad movie about his new genre. <laughs> He's just so bad. I hate him. But no, the movie, it was, it was 15 minutes long. There were, I wrote some notes about certain scenes that I had like big problems with. Okay. So
2: I had one specific point to make that was like an overarching point about the whole movie, mm-hmm. which is what the hop thing, re- thing reminded me of, which is- mgk is a 30 year old man right yeah and this whole album and movie were about how it feels to be in high school and like dating someone and being a nerd and having people like the cool kids be mean to you yeah and it's the same problem i have with like the Hobson shit where it's like you're too old like this is like something 22 year olds should be making yeah to feel this angsty and Hobson is a 35 year old man And when he released all those, like, atheist songs about, like, loving skateboarding and hating having to go to church and his parents liking God, he was a 30-year-old man. And there's just something so out of touch about becoming, like, a famous person and not being able to let go of your high school Mm -hmm. issues. And it was the main problem I had with the MGK movie, which is, like, dude, like, get over it.
0: Yeah.
1: Dude, the scene with the set. With the moms and dads grabbing at him while he was singing, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, like really, yeah. Paul's Paul's analysis oh, was spot the, um, on. I thought
0: that was like record label people, like corporate or whatever, because he mentioned that song lyrics about like the the label hates me and this. I thought, oh, but moms and dads make made sense he mentioned to
1: mentioned some. I, yeah, I think either so. way, it was bad. I don't know.
0: Um, I didn't the, like the, how the... the concert scene went. It was very confusing and unnecessary to me because like the kids were doing a concert. But then it was, like, playing with MGK's voice. And then it showed MGK and then, like, Travis Barker doing, like, a little concert. Yeah, yeah. It was very confusing. And that scene
2: also had people puking as part of the choreography, which was a little bit odd.
0: Yeah. I I thought it was funny how the popular girl, I guess, that turned cool to date, like, the, uh, the edgy-looking guy. His name was Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix. Can you
1: put some respect on his goddamn <laughs> name? <laughs> spelled f-e-n-i-x what was the
0: girl's name who died i, I forgot her name
1: who gives a shit she's Jesus, dead yeah.
0: she does die in the movie spoiler alert
1: <laughs> spoiler alert
0: i like how she was playing spin the bottle but with a knife it's like that girl clearly should have been part of the edgy crowd from the get-go <laughs> like her and cheerleaders are under bleachers playing spin the bottle just with themselves too there's not even a guy there they're just like <laughs> <laughs> this does made even no me. sense to me like but see they were playing it with a knife um and then I also, like, thought she was a little bit edgy when, like, the phoenix came out of the store with a big grocery bag of, like, chips from, like, a bodega or something. And she emptied the bag of chips, and then she put the bag over his head and then kissed him through the bag. Like, this girl this is a freaky shit. She was not within yeah, the right crowd to begin with. Did you Have you guys ever watched,
2: like, one of those Marshmello music videos where Marshmello is, like, a nerd in high school, but then everybody starts putting bags over their head to try to look like Marshmello?
1: It's, no but that's a cool cult they're really
2: stupid but it's exactly the energy of this movie
1: uh, what was your favorite song
2: i think downfall's high was the best song or uh, like i'm selling tickets to my oh. uh downfall yeah and then the second song was actually really good too which was the one that was like uh i met a girl last summer or something like that i should have jawbreaker like, no jawbreaker is way longer
1: you didn't like the um. You didn't like the last song to his daughter.
2: One more. Can you give me a bar?
1: This one's for my daughter. This is the song about it's her. the Last
2: song. No, that one was stupid.
1: Now <laughs> you didn't like the one that was um. Work sucks. I know. She left me dead. <laughs> um. No. So my notes were. I didn't like when they tried to make the footage look like it was vintage footage. Mm-hmm. I thought the effects were really corny and it looked shitty. I thought that the writing in the songs relies on tropes so much that I feel like it borderlines on plagiarism. It didn't feel like he had anything original to say. Like he borderlines
2: on plagiarism for Blink One Eighty Two.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think like he relies so much on the vocabulary of pop punk that like he, yeah, it just feels like I have to have heard all of those lyrics before somewhere else. Yeah. Oh, in my example, one of the examples I had was we were both drunk when we first kissed in an elevator in New York City. Like that's someone's written that lyric before. <laughs> like yeah. it, it, it just it's borderline, just like so derivative that like it's hard to escape that. Um, so two other notes really quick. One is that my main complaint is that she got pregnant. So obviously they were fucking, but they didn't show any full penetration scenes. <laughs>
0: hmm. Yeah, they never and show these underage that... <laughs> penetration scenes that Adrian was trying to see. So. <laughs> Lost a star.
1: And then my other one was that uh, another movie that just recently came out that is basically the same thing, where it's like a loosely tied uh, narrative to make a kind of like a live set uh, music video type thing is Amperland, New York from Pine Grove, and it's much better, so just watch that Mm. instead. They do like a Wes Anderson Mm -hmm. thing.
2: One of the worst setups in the entire movie was the one where it's like a prom thing and there's like floating hearts and shit whenever they're falling in love. That was a particularly bad directorial decision. And most of it was shitty. There was like I don't know. Do we have anything positive to say? Because some of the positive- I love how
0: Travis Barker was in it. I love Travis yeah.
2: Barker,
1: dude. Travis Barker is a really good drummer. So like they were, like I was nodding my Paul can tell you I was nodding my head through a lot of the songs just because like the drumming was really mm-hmm. on on point.
0: Even like when they're like um right after she dies in that car crash, they're on the side of the ambulance, which is like really cheesy. But he was doing those drums with like a snare drum and just standing up, like dude, yeah, he just looks cool when he drums. Oh, and
1: I don't know if you, I don't know if you noticed that, but if you saw it in his left hand, he was switching between hitting it with the head of the drumstick to the back of the drumstick while like like yeah, he's literally like, like hitting spinning, it and yeah. then flipping the stick to like yeah it was that that's fucking dope he is
0: such a good drummer um i mean he's came out with that whole album with rappers on like his instrumentals with like mostly drums you know I think it's called like Let the Drummer Get Some. It it came out mm. like when we were in high school, but every single track like it just slabbed just because of the beats and like the drums and like I, it it really makes you appreciate like I guess how good drummers can be.
1: Also famously on that uh, RTJ2 track.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite scene was when Machine Gun Kelly was getting open heart surgery by Ian Dior. <laughs> yeah. there was multiple hearts cut out on his chest i don't know if you saw that but like it was like literally like the shape yeah. of a heart and not an actual heart and uh ian dior man
1: man's got a lot of love
0: yeah. if i ever had open heart surgery i would want ian dior to do it as well that looked like a very fun surgery
1: <laughs> paul also noticed the thing about like the very obvious symbolism like the grade school writing of him pulling butterflies out of his stomach like it is just yeah that was yeah dude mgk's is not a, a very good writer
0: <laughs> do you think he wrote the whole movie like, or did you write the album and means for it to be a movie kind of like how like donald Glover did childish like,
1: gambino did uh because the internet yeah
0: or do you think it just he yeah. just kind of merged it to make it fit into a movie
1: i thought the album had enough of a concept that you can kind of just yeah. The concept's very simple
0: yeah i think like with um just like travis barker's drumming and the beats in general or the instrumentals um better to say yeah instrumentals it made the movie a fun movie to watch and i I was like like nodding my head during a lot of the tracks just because it sounded good and like his lyrics were pretty shit but even his voice he has a good voice for pop punk i'm not gonna lie if we were
2: judging it on its ability to recreate pop punk sound like you did a good job yeah it's good
0: pop punk
1: and the one thing that i'll say that like maybe i have positive about it is that uh I enjoy MGK's like uh more modern twist on the on the pop punk scene with like him with the pink guitar and the band in the movie being called Pink Switchblade. I guess there's they something to that. they did feel a little I mean, bit more like kind a of like
2: a, pee-pee and a little bit less.
1: It felt yeah yeah yeah. It felt a little bit more like 2020 <laughs> because of that yeah. stuff.
0: I think honestly for, so I guess what would you call this? Like I guess is a short film or like is there like a a name for something where they people make a movie. For their album because i feel like it's been done before for sure i yeah, just never really watched I mean, any others
2: uh the beatles have the like have that one movie and then there's like a the, the there's awesome. a wall for pink floyd mm. um and that one was directed by somebody famous who directed the wall michael
0: bay i think um if he was just trying to make a movie for this album i feel like that wasn't the worst approach at it because i feel like you can't really make that album into a really good movie you know what i mean so i feel yeah, like it,
1: yeah it's not gonna be the godfather
0: i think for what it was i feel like it was an okay movie but it just as a movie in general i wouldn't you know rewatch that or recommend that to anybody it was angsty
2: i mean if you were still really upset about how your high school experience was you should definitely watch
0: <laughs> yeah. it
1: yeah mgk really needs to go to college and just like learn that high school was not the uh, pivotal <laughs> experience that he thinks it was
0: Oh, do you think Asher Roth would do, like, a, a movie based around his album that had the song I Love College <laughs> about him and his college experience? He
1: should. We're asking for it. Do you guys want to get to the theme, or are there any more? Do you, is there any other thing you want to discuss? I, th- I guess Phil's already been a, a guest, so we don't need to, like, go through anything else besides just get into the theme of the articles. All right, so, Phil, I thought, knowing who you were, I kind of looked through and kind of got, like, a smattering of articles and then gave Paul the choice to, like, pick one and pick a theme. And so he thought, knowing you, the best one, the best theme would be parents who lie to their children. So do you have any good stories about that? I'm not going to lie. I tried really hard to find an article about someone pooping themselves at CeCe's, and we could not find one. How did you
0: know both my parents did that? <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, I remember, like, um, one night, uh, I went out to eat with some friends, and we went to this uh, little pizzeria called CeCe's, and I was with my friend Coleman, Drake, Adam, Adrian was there. And Adrian's. I was not parents, there. Yeah, you were there, and then Adrian's parents were there with him, and uh, his auntie was there, his mom, his dad, whole nine yards. Um, and I just remember at one point we were sitting in the restaurant, and I just keep on hearing like them shitting their pants like a lot, like all. It was like seven of them, I think, and I was the only one that wasn't. Um, and I remember I got home, and my parents were like, "You know what, Phil? It's okay. They're probably still good friends." That's like the only time my my parents actually lied to me because probably stupid as fuck friends shitting their pants as CeCe's I shit my pants these once, but <laughs> let's, let's talk about it. Uh, no. You're doing MGK, let's talk about it. <laughs> my parents lied to me, I guess, about Santa, um, mainly. Like, they did the whole thing where y'all actually talked about in the last, not the last episode, the Christmas one with um, people getting family members to dress up as Sansa and, like go visit the children. And it was never clear to me as I was a kid, like who was in the Santa costume. So I had no reason to believe it's not Santa when I was young. However, it still stuck out to me that it's Wait, not Christmas. Wait, who was in the Santa costume?
2: You thought it was Santa in a Santa costume. don't
0: oh, know no, I, I just thought it was Santa. Okay. But I was, yeah, yeah. But I, but I couldn't tell who, like...
1: The... Apparently kids are that dumb.
0: Yeah, I was pretty dumb. But I was still smart enough to realize that, like, it's not Christmas morning, so why is he here, like, a week early? And, like... <laughs> the fuck's this guy doing during the day like, he isn't... that's good sleuthing
1: yeah like I just
0: I just realized like this, is, this doesn't make any sense he stays in the North Pole from what I heard and then he comes down on Christmas night and
1: <laughs> he's like Santa Claus you can't be running this block with them colors this time of year <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, and then my parents told me that the tooth fairy was not real which I mean as me and Adrian know it's real so that's still the only other time they lied to me how about you guys parents they ever lie to you
1: yeah, my dad used to tell me that uh hard work can get you anywhere in America.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Paul, you gotta get um uh, what's that line from System of the Down, feeding lies from the tablecloth? You got any uh did they tell you about how American imperialism was dope? No,
2: my parents my parents weren't really like the My Parents didn't what do you call it? They didn't but how do
1: we say that they neglected Paul and yeah. didn't do anything? <laughs> my parents didn't really
2: like <laughs> outsources their thoughts onto me. They weren't, like, real, like, here's what you need to know about the world, parents. They were like, get good yeah. grades and leave us alone. <laughs>
0: yeah. Actually, I think, I, I don't remember if it was my brother, my oldest brother or my mom that told me this, but I remember, like, when I was little and I first figured out, like, that people flicked or they, they put their middle finger up. And that's kind of like an insult to people. When I first figured out about that. And I would like do it as a joke to like, my little brother. My actual older brothers when I was little. Um, and I think it was my mom or my oldest brother. They got really mad at me. And they said like, you know what that means when you do that, right? And I'm like, no. It just means like I hate you or something. And like, it means you hate God. <laughs> and I, as a kid, I was like. Alright, <laughs> I could not do it. And it, 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 like, it made it so much- Come at me, bro.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> Come at me, God. Don't fuck with me, man. I hate God.
1: I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other lies than my parents told me. Um, they never did, like, the, uh, like, lying that your pet went to a, a farm upstate, mostly because my parents very actively killed our pets. Like, we had a pet chicken that my mom ran over, and then we had a dog that, like, my mom accidentally backed over. Oh, man. And so, like, there was no sugarcoating that. They didn't, like, try and hide it and, like, do anything. They are just like, so- you know, people make mistakes.
0: <laughs> Wait, how many animals did your mom run over?
1: <laughs> she ran over at least two. There was which a, is weird there she's was that a much...
2: we used to have that my mom ran over.
1: <laughs> she's a much better driver than my dad, so it's kind of weird. I think she just did more driving in general. Um, we also had a cat who fell in love with a stray cat that would come to our house and then just ran away with it. <laughs> so, like, literally, just packed its bags and left, ran away. Uh, and so they told us the truth about that too, assuming that's the truth. Mm. Um, but yes, yeah, so they weren't those kind of parents either. And I think they were pretty like, realistic about a lot of things. So I, I don't know. We, I don't even know if they even told me about the. I think. I think it's one of those things where obviously in Guatemala, they don't have the tooth fairy. So I think they went along with it because they thought that's what you do. But like, I don't think they were really big on like, children need to have this type of fantasy in their lives
0: did they do like the easter bunny or just santa really
1: no i think i've told that story before on the podcast where my parents we didn't get gifts for easter so like me did your mom say she ran over the easter bunny by accident <laughs> 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 there were, there were a couple of years where i made sure to stay over at the house because i knew that their mom gave them presents from the easter bunny on uh, easter and i was like oh if i stay over then she has to give me something <laughs> too <laughs> And so I just woke up the next morning with a much smaller present than what they got. And I was like, all right, he doesn't like brown children as much as white children, but I got something from the Easter Bunny.
0: That's so smart, though, to, like, did you spend the night there on, like, Christmas night, too, (laughs) just to see?
1: No, we still got Christmas presents, (laughs) Phil.
0: Did you spend the night there on your birthday?
1: Yeah, my parents, my parents, notoriously, are Jehovah's Witnesses.
0: you spend the night there all seven days of uh, Kwanzaa? (laughs) It'd be eight nights of Kwanzaa.
1: Yeah, they were a South African white family. (laughs) Sorry, Kwanzaa.
0: I really hate that guy's Facebook story so much. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah.
1: Paul, do you want to do this media roundup? Uh, Let's talk about uh... Facebook stories. (laughs) Are we going to bully Adrian's old neighbor? Okay.
0: (laughs) Are you on Facebook?
1: Mm -mm. No. Yeah, you haven't actually seen any, right? I've only just described them to you. I can
0: can show you some right now. Oh, sorry.
1: You've never even described them to me. Wait, I thought we've talked oh, about wait, this Oh, wait, about is it...
2: how he likes to flip houses. I don't know if this will be good for the show, but I'm curious to see it. I... Um, so this oh, is yeah. him.
0: Um, so let's see. This is oh, his Facebook. Oh, he's much
2: st- uglier than I imagined.
0: Yeah. So he has this hashtag... T- I think it's like his little marketing crew. Him watching Downtown Abbey. Hashtag Downtown Abbey. I think it's Downton. Oh. <laughs> and then, uh, let's go see this house. And it's just like a blurry mm. picture of like a fence. Um... Got and then it's him at Enterprise Rent a Car. He has a lot of car problems on his Facebook. I don't know if you have ever uh, noticed that. I think he
1: just bought a new car.
0: Yeah, he bought a new car, but then he also like locks his keys out a lot of places. And then I think I don't know, man. Prize virtual showings. Him at a local coffee shop. He does a lot of hashtag and he tags people who are affiliated with the post. Have to love Supra. Yeah. And- I think he's also
1: missed his last two morning workouts because we haven't gotten those annoying story updates. Yeah, it's a
2: little bit weird that such bait like. I don't know. Does he not know that he's not going to become social media famous? He's too ugly. Like, does somebody <laughs> need to tell him that? Or
0: I think he's trying to become, like, successful with, like, this whole marketing thing, like, selling houses and flipping he's houses. Still yeah, I think he's still going to a certain level
2: of attractive to get famous with that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> somebody... You really do have to be, like, a certain... Not even... Actually, I don't think you have to be too attractive to be, like, a YouTube star or, like, a social personality, but, like... There's some basic requirements that you have to meet. I feel like he's met none of them. Anyway, this is all going to
2: get cut out. I don't know if I'm shitting on this random guy.
1: His sister listens to the show, so I think she would enjoy this. I'll send it to her separately. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Yeah. She's easily turned out somehow to be the best of the three.
0: Is there another sister or another brother?
1: Another brother. He was cool as a kid, but now he's in a frat at the University of Alabama, so I think he's just really openly racist now. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that's a prerequisite. <laughs> is he younger than C*** or older? Yeah. He's the middle child. Was C*** the oldest? Yeah, you got it, Ice. There's three of them. There's a younger one, <laughs> a middle child, and the Are they all one. bears
0: or something? I don't get it. <laughs> I think that's really the only times my parents ever lied to me, though. was really just like seeing a- Didn't they
1: take you to church like every week?
0: Oh, yeah. Religion, yeah. That's <laughs> true. Alright, we got Hopson on this episode. Um Yeah, I think so. And I think like they really did use And what
1: about the time when they were hiding a child? Let that boy come oh, home. Oh yeah,
0: they were hiding Drake's child in our attic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Push it to you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I-, I guess what what else do parents lie to kids though about besides like religion, um, or like folk tales like that? I mean like the classic Jimmy uh Jimmy Kimmel bit, I, I ate all your candy to kids, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. what, a, f- a funny, uh, notorious lie. I don't know, just religion. And I feel like holidays, they lie most of their kids. Or pets dying. That was a really good example, too. Um,
1: reasons why your uncle isn't showing up for the holidays this mm-hmm. week. About who that
2: man that your aunt, or who that woman <laughs> your aunt shows up with to holidays is. It's their roommate. roommate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Your parents never told you a thing about, like, uh when you lie, your eyes turn a different color, and that's how they, like, figure out that you're lying, because you close your eyes whenever you try to say something.
0: <laughs> nah. I don't know. They were trying to trick you like I that? I feel like my parents were actually, like, very, uh, I don't know. They, they were very protective of me when it came to, like, lies like that, or, like, kind of weird, like, like, jinxing people. Like, they would hate it when kids would use the, the word, like, jinx when we say the same thing at once. And, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know why they were so against that, but they were, like... Is that the devil's tongue? I guess so. It's the devil's... The devil loves to jinx people because they say the same thing he does. As-
1: that's how he gets you. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they, they would tell me a lot. They're like, hey, that jinx shit, that's bullshit. <laughs> Don't listen to those kids at the pool.
1: That's how they usually talk to you, too.
0: <laughs> that's a Mickey Mouse bullshit. <laughs> how about y'all, like, did your parents lie to you about anything I else? I really, really, like,
2: can't think of anything my parents lied to me about other than the general thing Adrian said about my parents just, like, generally having this sense of, like, work hard and you'll succeed.
0: Mm. Yeah. Did your parents ever lie to you about, like, or I guess lie to you before they had sex, you know? Or, like, if you heard a lot of noise in their bedroom, they would say it's something else? That's, like, a classic, like, sitcom-y or, like, nah. movie thing where parents would be like, oh, we were just wrestling in the bedroom or something like that.
1: No, I was a heavy sleeper. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, I, I was pretty heavy. Like, I never heard my parents do anything. I don't know if they ever did have sex.
1: I am about to say, Phil, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think your parents fuck. <laughs> They may not, yeah. Well,
0: not each other. I might be adopted.
2: <laughs> Your dad is a cuckold.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> that was another lie. Why do all these burly black men keep going <laughs> <house? laughs> All right, well, if there's nothing to talk about, nothing to talk about. We move yeah. My parents are very truthful, besides religion.
0: But
2: <laughs> Children are really easy to lie to, though. Like, notoriously, if you want a child to, like, go get you something, you just tell them, I'm going to time you, and they'll run to get it for you. Yeah. as fast as they can um
1: couldn't you just time them and not make it a lie
2: you could but it's funnier to destroy their ego <laughs> like that and when yeah. they get back let them know that you've tricked them i think this was before cell phones before we all had timers
1: that's true that's true
2: um or I, oh he, my older brother used to lie to me he used to do that thing where i got a fake controller that wasn't plugged into the system to keep me occupied so i wouldn't beg to um, play yeah
0: while he was playing you ever lied to a... want uh... I get into the articles? Yes. <laughs> you, lie, you ever lied to a bit? <laughs> Alright, let's do this because
2: Phil is an ardent racist and that's something we all know about him. <laughs> so this is... Um, it's The funny thing about this is it's a blog run by Dollar Shave Club. Um, Which I just think is awesome. You might know as the company that for a dollar a month will send you razors. <laughs> they run a blog and they have this like, question featured on there. They have a basic dad advice column and i guess the connection is like if you have to shave that's a manly thing and dads are manly i don't know what the connection is but they run mm-hmm. a blog called basic dad and this one is called what do i tell my kids about that racist relative thoughts off top
1: Ooh, uh fuck them that's what my parents always say <laughs> uh, usually it was like one or the other they're very crossed in their wires like my mom's totally happy to like shade on my dad's family and my dad's like <laughs> Actually, my mom's family's okay, so he doesn't really have to say anything. Yeah. But, so yeah, my dad's very loyal to his family, but my mom will be like, oh yeah, that dude sucks. Don't, don't your uncle sucks. <laughs>
0: it's, I feel like growing up, like, I, I mean, I, I grew up from a pretty, like, white, white family, like a licensed in, Lexington, so it's like, they're all kind of low-key racist, even though they don't say anything, but the people who actually say stuff that's racist, that's when my parents mm. start to say stuff like, your grandpa acts so crazy around these events, or I'm nervous about seeing it, because they really are nervous about, because he really is outspoken, you know, this is an example, but... What? Yeah, never it's the, said it's the any... classic. I think it was just like, I, when I like started hearing him say stuff, even as a kid, I even thought like, that's pretty racist, you know? So they just told me like, they didn't tell me anything about it. They just didn't let me hang out with my grandpa as much as like, I don't know how normally kids do. So I'm like, only on holidays, yeah. so.
2: Yeah, you can think you it. because they didn't let him take you to the Klan rally, which is what he was always like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to take Phil to that cross burning. in. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no more to the crossburners <laughs> my parents never told me anything though about them they were just like he's crazy he's old you know did y'all have any racist family members you said like your mom's side is fine just your dad's side maybe
1: uh no they're more problematic in general ways i don't know if they were like really racist there's probably some like anti-black racism in my family but that didn't really manifest in any way like my grandma whenever she came from guatemala definitely like had some like was weird about black people <laughs> oh really uh yeah, yeah yeah but yeah i don't know nothing that like I mean, we couldn't even speak to each other, so it's not like she was trying to like tell me anything about <laughs> about the Negroes of Guatemala in America. Um, no, yeah, I didn't really have a, I didn't really have this problem that much. I didn't either, but mostly
2: because all my family didn't live in America, uh, mm. so I just didn't have family around.
0: When I hear people say like a racist relative, I automatically just think uncle for some reason. I don't know mm. why. Um, I, think that's
1: trope, yeah. I think it's the trope. I think it's because uncles
2: are outspoken.
0: They are. I'm know.
2: sure your aunts are just as racist, but your uncle is the one who will tell you about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, there, there was yeah. a. I my uncle has said some racist things too. Um, he's very outspoken. It's, it's interesting you say that because my uncle is probably the most outspoken person of like my whole entire like extended family, I guess. Well,
1: that's the thing, right? And, and you can't even use the "he's old" argument because he's like marginally yeah. the same age as your dad, right? Exactly. Yeah. But that's the thing is like everybody got a racist uncle, and if you ain't got a racist <laughs> uncle, you're the racist uncle. You know <laughs> oh, what <yes>. I mean?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh that brings me i recently had it, my my brother had a son so i'm now an uncle and i've been thinking about picking up some racial stereotypes if you guys want to like freeball some ideas at me like, oh, <laughs> like a type, i think you need a bigger beard i, I gotta get a bigger beard
1: yeah do a bigger beard you got to wear, wear more silk shirts mm-hmm.
2: um but what are like some things i could say around him to make him uncomfortable about like uh, things that aren't quite racist but you know just get across the idea like
1: Oh, I think you should go for the sexuality angle. You should really, like, even though he's five, keep asking him why he doesn't have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, gay? Any cute girls at your
0: school? <laughs>
1: <laughs> are you asking for me or for you, Paul?
0: <laughs> my, uh, at, at Christmas, um, my brother Daniel, he made a movie for his wife, like a little like homemade movie uh, about their dogs. And, like, he, like, filmed...
1: That is the whitest-ass shit I've ever heard. It was very
0: white. It was just, it was so white. But, like, he used, like, dogs that, like, she knows of, like, her friends having. And then, like, my other brother having. And even me and my other brother were like, this is, like, so fucking stupid. But anyway, uh, Jacob's dog was in it. And Jacob's dog is black. And my uncle, when his dog came on the screen and they do, like, little cute voiceovers, like, Tucker, the black dog, had, like, a cute
1: little kid voiceover. And it was uh, Chris Tucker.
0: That been really, actually way better, yeah. <laughs> do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth right now?
1: Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> uh,
0: but no, it was just like some little kid like or like baby voice. It was very uh, gentle. And my uncle, for some reason, said, like, yo, it would have been funny if Tucker had, like, an African-American do his voiceover. And then nobody laughed. <laughs> and I was just thinking, like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Why would that have been funny? <laughs>
1: That's what we call a microaggression.
0: Yeah. Um. Wait, that's just the joke of being Adrian, made. <laughs> Adrian. I mean, essentially, yeah. Adrian is my uncle, so.
1: <laughs> I mean, his name is Tucker. <laughs> you can see Chris the connection.
2: Tucker and that I did the voice. Adrian, <laughs> I should have hang out with your uncle. I should have been like, yeah, y'all know my uncle. Alright, so let's jump into the article. It's titled. Um, What do I tell my kids about that racist relative? And it starts. Oh, it's kind of dark on this side of town. It's just a single example of the varying degrees of racism I ran into during a family gathering over the holidays. That's some of my family members' not-so-subtle code for a neighborhood being primarily black, hence the reason why we couldn't see a movie in that area past dusk. And by the way, that's just about the mildest stuff I heard them say. Before I had a kid, I just ignore this stuff. I knew I could never expect to change the minds of the bigoted older generation in my family. But now that I have a daughter, I want to do something about this so that she doesn't think bigotry is okay because Uncle Charlie said it is. Damn, it's an uncle. We're right, uncles are just racist.
0: <sighs> mm-hmm. I'm never I'm not, having a nephew. <laughs> I'm
2: not quite <laughs> I'm not quite sure what I should be doing though. Should I call out Uncle Charlie and tell him to knock it off? I feel like Uncle Charlie's not going to have some revelation about racial equality at age 78. Is it enough to talk to my daughter later? Well, this
1: is what's wrong with the left. (laughs) They're so unwilling to engage in the conversation (laughs) in good faith and try and change people's minds. And
2: explain why these views are abhorrent. How do I start the conversation? Basically, what do I tell my kids about their racist relatives? I personally think you should back all the racist things he says to make them not racist. So, like, it's kind of dark in this side of town. Um You know, that could mean a lot of things. It could mean, um, it's just, like, there's a lot of shadows. The architecture isn't that nice in that part of town. It's there isn't a lot of lighting. There's not a lot of street lighting and it's, it's not well lit.
1: Um, I think that's one of those things where you tell your kid like, Hey, whatever uncle Charlie says, just assume the opposite's correct. And that's probably the way to go.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I have no idea how to raise a child. So like anything like dealing with kids, it depends how old they are and like how much they're going to remember this when they grow up and just like, remember that it's normal with the stuff their uncle may say. And it also it depends like how often they're hanging out with your uncle, you know? Um, Mm-hmm. Or with th- with their uncle, but it's something to where really, like yeah, I would say the same thing like behind my uncle or <laughs> their uncle's back and just be like, listen, your uncle Charlie, he's kind of crazy. Uh, don't listen to him. But then I would I, pro- I actively so just stop hanging like, out with him though. Like if he was racist, I I wouldn't have an interest. You know, it seems like this person oh, doesn't have an interest in their family. Like you know, as like actual right. people.
1: I got two points that I think are very good there. One, uh, you should yeah. Why are you still hanging out with your? brother if he's racist (laughs) maybe just stop doing that would be number one is avoidance so that's a that's a thing in in immunology is you know there's art avoidance resistance tolerance for disease avoidance the first step easiest one Mm -hmm. if you don't want your kid to get infected with racism have them actively avoid people you know are racist in your life second i don't know how i feel about your parents rhetoric of like oh he's just crazy i think you need to maybe be more real with your child about normalizing the fact that like he's not crazy a lot of people believe this, and you should know it's wrong. Cool, I think I, that's the more the approach that I would take. Paul, what do you think? Seems like you disagree.
2: No, I basically agree. I, I mean, I guess I'm not that big into cutting people out of my life. Even if somebody was racist, I feel like you shouldn't let it be normal. You should always tell them, I think what you said is racist, but I don't know.
1: Either that, or I guess the strategy a lot of people use is like the, someone says something racist and you just ask them to explain it.
2: Yeah, that sounds bitch made. I would just call them mm-hmm. racist. <laughs> But I don't know if I'm into cutting people out of lives, especially if they're family. I I know a lot of people say like you don't choose your family, you owe them nothing. But I don't know. To me, I've never really agreed with that line of thinking.
1: Ooh, I totally disagree. But you, you, and maybe that's so more you like You cannot them. abandon them.
0: I think there's there's
2: something special about family, and even if you disagree with them, there's more leniency you would give to your family yeah. than just.
0: I agree with you hundred percent. There is more lenience... I don't know if you cannot, ab- it depends, I don't know. Um, okay, if they're I, abusive of something, but if they're just, if, if it's something
2: outside of doing you physical harm, I feel like I would give the, a lot of leeway to family because I feel very strong. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not trying to be like a mobster, like family's number one. You never <laughs> you go against the family. But like, there is like a certain connection and love you feel with somebody you grew up with that, I don't know, it's a little bit different.
1: Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. You just make sure the child doesn't grow up with your uncle. Or do you mean that like his connection with the uncle? He can't cut them out. I don't know. I disagree with all that. I'm totally fine cutting people out of my life like that.
0: (laughs) Like if you really think about, if you step back and just think about like just the fact that you're all related and that's your really only connection, then if you all have different point of views, I don't think it's a bad thing to you know to separate from your family. So I I would say do it. I I don't see a problem with abandoning your family.
2: All right, well, so this is one of those advice columns where they have answers from multiple people, like experts, and they just reach out to experts each time. Hmm. So I'm going to read the uh, answer from Maria Desmondi, author of Chocolate Milk, Por Favor, Celebrating Diversity with Empathy. Okay, kids need to understand what diversity means, and books can do that in a lovely way. Oh, that's rich coming from an author of a book about diversity, but whatever. Oh, wait, Paul,
1: Paul, did you pre-screen this and pick the best answer? No,
2: I just picked the shortest one. Okay. (laughs) Kids need to understand what diversity means, and books can do that in a lovely way. Diversity isn't just about skin color, it can be about disability, gender, and so many other things. So I think children's books are a great way to approach the topic in an age-appropriate way. Also, we all don't live in diverse communities, so it's important for parents in those places to let their children know that even though they live in this community, that the world is super cool with all of these different kinds of people in it. That's why for me, it's important to write books with diversity in them. I used to be a teacher and I work in a very diverse community. And when I started writing, I wanted children to see more than talking frogs and dancing dinosaurs in books. I want them to see different actual kids in stories and to see different skin colors and abilities so they can connect themselves to the kids in that book. For me, the big thing I'm trying to communicate is empathy. And I think that's what will help us improve our world.
1: Dope. Get your kid to read Harry Potter. Yeah. It seems like she was really
2: just angling for sales on her book. (laughs) And that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't really get the advice though she's trying to give though when it comes to like cutting off your relative though. Your yeah, racist relative. It's more of just like how to make your kid well, not Well, I think we, we
1: added the cutting off part. Like really, this is just supposed to be how do you talk to your kid about
0: oh yeah, like your racist relative? Like, we,
1: we really raised the stakes. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's...
0: Yeah, but if you're
2: talking to your kids about being anti-racist and their uncle is talking to them about how fun racism is, clearly racism is more fun than anti-racism, so they're going to win that argument. you gotta, you got to find a way to make anti-racism fun.
1: <laughs> right, right, right. It's like you're trying to give your kids vegetables and their uncle wants to give them like uh, ice cream sundaes every day. Exactly. Yeah. And if,
2: if you're like, hey, Hispanics are hard workers, and your uncle is like, nah, they love to get drunk and sing the mariachi songs, like yes. clearly that's a more compelling narrative you need to find a way to combat that narrative
1: which is why i recommend ria dismondi's um book hats and pinatas i'll read a quick section from that hey holmes what you gonna do today <laughs> holmes <laughs> i was thinking we could get drunk in the corner and uh, they say Nah, man we should go to home depot get some work man we got to oh right God. for our family man that's what we came to this beautiful country for man Okay, that's, my friend.
2: that's so true you see that's candy right there that's delicious now we could have an actual like progressive conversation about the types of uh xenophobic racism that lead to things like daca children being re- rejected from this country but that's vegetables that's salad why yeah. would we have that conversation i want to hear you do that accent more
0: yeah
1: all right this is me uh explaining to my kids that italian immigrants aren't bad uh, through the character tony fauci <laughs> Oh, mamma mia! I love
2: the pepperoni pizza. Is that? I,
0: I. Is that something? Is that anything?
1: That's 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 everything to me.
0: <laughs> if I was a kid and I heard that, I'd be like, "Okay, Italians aren't racist." No, wait. What are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> Italians wait, aren't like bad. Me. Wait a second. What? <laughs> I was never taught anything bad about Italian people or um or yeah. I, I don't know. I never really. When I was a kid, we taught
1: never... bad things about. Bill. <laughs>
0: People who don't believe in God, which I still do. So, <laughs> yeah, even as a kid, I don't know. I, I, I remember. Um, actually, no, I don't think I had any Italian like classmates or anything. <laughs> Is there any stereotypes about Italians in general? Because you just made me think
2: <laughs> that they are street harassers, that they, uh, <laughs> yeah. that they're in the mafia. I yeah, think probably Polite-
1: Paul and I really subscribe to the Pete Holmes framework of why is it that the Italians are the last group of people you're able to make fun of without repercussions? And that's really what we go for.
2: <laughs> All right. I
1: feel like we didn't have
2: much to say about that answer. Racism is bad, y'all. That's yeah. my uh, ending thought.
1: I don't know. I feel
0: well, like. Well, apparently,
1: Paul's ending thought is racism is bad, but keep them in your life and around your children because, you know, <laughs> arbitrary relatedness is important.
0: Yeah. I feel like though she still didn't really give advice about the relic because the original question was, w- how do I talk to my kid about my racist relative? Yeah, like, she
2: really rap. tried to sell her book. I don't really think she Yeah,
0: like, that wasn't
1: more. really... So, can, can you do a freestyle rap for a kid about racism and The Racist <laughs> Uncle? Because I think that's the best... Yeah. Like, you turn your chair around, you do the thing where you sit, you know, backwards yeah. in your chair, <laughs> and you say, uh... And then I turn my called.
0: hat around right after I turn my chair
1: around. <laughs> Is it... My name is Dad, and I'm here to say
2: your hat and your chair are facing sensible positions. The rest
0: of your body and clothes, they got <laughs> to be off. deviating
1: from the norm. Yeah. And you, you do that, and you say, I'm strapped in.
0: All my clothes are backwards, like the hip hop and crisscross <laughs> it's
1: band. It's one dude, it's a crisscross. No, it's
0: two people. Crisscross is two people. Or oh, right? it's Chris
1: and Cross. It's Christopher Cross Wait did you <laughs> thought
0: it was some guy named Chris Cross? <laughs> yeah I thought it was one dude named Chris Cross and he... I, I know,
1: thought I Chris Cross he's... was the feeling you get When you're with your special gal <laughs> Did my parents lie to me about who Chris Cross was?
0: No cap For some reason when a lot of people battle me They're like oh man I thought You would be way taller and like way more handsome And and black And cool <laughs> And now a little white little bitch
1: <laughs> Based on the voice that I heard in your other battles <laughs> Yeah yeah
0: <laughs> Uh, it's very surprising when I stand face to face, they're like, whoa. You're much more of a. Yeah, there was like, hey, can you get over like in <laughs> Yeah. Are you Phil's manager, you or. <laughs> <of> my... <laughs> Are you any other occupation besides a rapper? <laughs> Shout Are out you to not a little bitch? <laughs> Are you the
2: extra in cuckold pornos who's the husband who's getting cheated on in <laughs> the <Dallas? laughs> you YouTube?
0: Are you a, nor- a newborn baby, you little bitch ass motherfucker? <laughs> Are you oh, a oh, you're guy
1: the... go, currently going through chemo who got a make-a-wish to be
0: <laughs> Oh, my God. Is that how people greet cancer patients? <laughs> are you a little make-a-wish little <laughs> Are you make-a-wish <laughs> Oh, my God. Imagine how insecure you would feel as a make-a-wish patient. If somebody came up to you like, are you a part of make-a-wish? <laughs> that is
1: horrible. Oh my God! I'm a make-a-wish bish. I'm a make-a-wish bitch. <laughs> I'm bitch i am going to get a
2: job at Disney World, and I'm gonna say that to every kid who comes there. <laughs> I'm gonna get fired after one day, but I'm All just right, gonna yeah. be like, "Are you? You're a make-a-wish kid, right?"
0: Was this your make-a-wish?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, did they not tell you? Oh, never mind. Yeah. Just go ahead. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, obviously, someone needs to be in the front of the line. My <laughs> little make-a-wish kid. <laughs>
0: I, 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 I think if you
1: balance it out with perks, it'll work out.
0: I would love to have like a dressed-up Daffy Duck or something. <laughs> they literally say that sentence and pick up a kid from in line take him to the front, <laughs> <They're> like <"M- laughs> step aside, kids. <laughs> we gotta
2: make a wish, bitch.
0: What <laughs> um, <laughs> are we talking about? <laughs> No, we're still
1: talking about this. Let's keep yeah. going with this. Riff.
2: Adrian, I think you have another article for us about little. Well...
1: No, let's keep talking about this.
0: <laughs> How do we get to that topic?
1: Um. Oh yeah, people. Okay, yeah.
0: yeah, not uh, picturing what people may look like depending on what they sound like.
1: Mm. Oh, is that what you wanted to pursue?
0: I don't know. I don't know why we started talking about that.
1: Oh,
2: I was asking you if in a rap battle anybody's ever accidentally oh, got to rap yeah, yeah. battle the wrong person. Adrian, I, I, that was a fun article we just did. Uh, I think you brought in one, too.
1: Very fun. Was So, do you want to maybe give a quick description of why you thought that lying to your kids was the <laughs> theme that that fit into? You know what? No. I think it yes. speaks for itself. <laughs> All right
0: yeah the question was how do i tell them about my the racist relative and then the answer was buy my book it's a good book i got we might
2: cut out that whole question to be honest with you like we're already running so long we'll have enough content we could go (laughs) without that whole question and answer
1: yeah actually we probably can i don't don't want to say i don't think there's anything i really want to keep in there besides the uh make a wish bitch (laughs) (laughs) which is gonna be a really good uh t-shirt at some point
0: (laughs) It's Bish spelled
2: <laughs> it's B-I-S-H.
1: Got, B-I-S-H, It's yeah. going to be
2: styled like it's meant for an eight-year-old to wear. It's going to have, like, a unicorn and, like, sparkles. <laughs> and it's going to say, make a wish, Bish.
0: <laughs> Dude, I mean, I don't know. If people like you, we make a t-shirt. All the donations or all the purchases, the money, the Go to me. goes to uh, Adrian. Yeah. blow <laughs> 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 Adrian over here. So we make more t-shirts.
1: So the article I'm bringing in is from August 20th, 2012. Uh, And again, we are reaching into the go-to for easy, crazy articles, Dear Prudence. And this one is titled, Not-So-Buried Secret. And this is by the Emily Yaffe iteration of uh, Dear Prudence. Question. Dead dog dilemma. When my oldest son was eight, we decided to get a dog. I've raised dogs before, so I had a fairly good idea of what I was getting myself into. Until I realized our new dog was the Devil's Spawn in Furry Disguise. I won't get into all the trouble he caused. We made a difficult decision to send him back to his previous owner, but my son was adamantly against it. He went on a hunger strike and refused to speak to anyone, including at school. He inherits the drama queen gene from both his parents. So one day, we sent him to his grandparents under the guise of a happy weekend outing and secretly took the dog back. After our son came home, we lied that the dog had died. To make it believable, we pretended to have buried the dog in the backyard. My son is now 13 and he still goes to the grave... Quote unquote, to mark every anniversary of the death, which in itself is impressive because he doesn't even remember his own birthday. Anyway, the problem is, we are now moving. My son has been increasingly worried about leaving Scooter behind and has been asking to exhume his body to rebury him in our new house. He is insisting that he be there to witness the ceremony of exhuming and reburying as he feels that he never got the proper chance to say goodbye at the original funeral. Knowing our son, he would be devastated and perhaps scarred for life if we admit the truth, I know it was wrong to lie, but we don't want our son to lose trust in us forever because of what happened in the past. What should we do?
2: Okay, I'll I'll take this one again. Um, obviously you go find a similar-looking dog, murder it, bury it in your backyard. <laughs> At the dead of night. Paul,
1: how, how do you recreate, like, the six years of aging or whatever? Oh, <laughs> well, and this day?
2: guy's like some sort of NCIS detective. He doesn't know what a dog looks like.
1: <laughs> Dude, he's like Dexter in the backyard, like putting red lines of yarn. <laughs> Yeah. Where the blood spatter would have
2: been. He doesn't know what a dog would look like after six years of death. You're good, or okay. If you want to make it as accurate as Adrian wants, then you don't even have to find a similar dog. Go to a pet cemetery, exhume another
0: dog, bury it in no. your backyard, or a raccoon. Well, he's not gonna <laughs> fucking know the difference. I think they should go find and see if that dog's still alive because they they took it back. You know what I mean? It's mm. not like they put it this way, They took it back. It could still be alive. I'd say bury the alive dog like two inches deep and then like <laughs> wait, wait, wait. and then say like whatever the son's name's like uh like Trenton <laughs> Yo, the grave's moving and then like have the dog come out the dirt and be like, He's back, baby. <laughs> that would be like the coolest experience that kid will ever have, and he'll be so happy. Um and then you don't have to have to talk about it again, just again. You're it. right,
2: Adrian Phil uh, has a great idea.
1: I love that because one, you're stealing the dog from a family that's had it for six years <laughs> yeah, and yes. probably enjoys it. But two, one of the questions is, like, I don't want my kid to not trust me. And so the answer to it is, make your do- make your kid believe that you are God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, go over and, like, do a little ceremony over the grave and then tell him that his dog's back. No, and oh. don't you ever fucking question me again, you little shit.
2: <laughs> Ooh, and that's how you'll keep them honest in the household, because now they'll think you're, like, a powerful deity.
0: Yeah. It's true. We like start, I can start threatening my kids if they don't like go to bed on time, be like, "Okay, Dude, I'm going like, to kill you." I'm a god.
1: <laughs> the way you do the ceremony is you do the ceremony, talk about how you've put life into the dog, answer a phone call and be like, "What? Grandma's dead?" A soul for a soul, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> and you you do have to kill your grandma, that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of dirty work you got to do. And
0: then you got to find like a like a double that looks exactly like your grandma. <laughs> have her come out the grave. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we also buried grandma in the backyard.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I just say lie more. I feel like you already dug yourself a pretty deep hole because if the kids are already back there, like marking anniversaries of his death, and like they said, as in like um, he's he's thirteen and he's still going back there. I don't know when the dog thing originally happened um, when they took it back, but like made it seem like it was a while. So they're in so deep. I say just dig yourself a deeper hole and put a little dog in
1: it. Yeah. The issue is, they didn't get another dog immediately after having that dog. Yeah, I because think that that's the way you a get problem. every kid over it, right?
0: Yeah, because they made the dog seem really bad. They were like, it's like the devil in disguise, and like, I won't go into detail what trouble he got himself into. It was kind of, I don't know, it kind of okay. lifted up in there. What did the dog do so bad to where y'all wanted to take it back? Like, besides typical dog things, you know, besides like peeing the house and stuff.
2: <laughs> that dog actually murdered Kashugi. The dog me too. The dog got me too <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, so, uh, for actual advice, do you remember
1: when we talked when it, it was like the rumor came out that Julian Assange had a comp an accomplice? That <laughs> was this dog. <laughs> the, the dog committed
2: multiple <laughs> war crimes.
0: <Yeah. laughs> what if the dog murdered another dog and buried it in the backyard? the same place where that kid now thinks that that dog is...
1: That sure would be a thing. (laughs) That (laughs) would be a thing. What if, though? Uh, I'm just asking questions here.
2: Yeah. I mean, where was the dog on September 11th? That's all I'm saying.
1: (laughs) Hmm? Why couldn't they just let the kid go on a hunger strike until he died?
0: (laughs) Okay, so... And uh, then tell his sister that his... (laughs) brother ran away or something i have a real
2: suggestion here why do you not have more control over your goddamn kid why can you not be like no we're not burying we're not digging up your gross ass dead dog like oh this is another white parent thing yeah just tell your kid no we're obviously not doing that and okay if you want to be a white parent about it if you want to be like really like uh you know like frou-frou about it be like oh it's wrong to it's wrong to do that to somebody's burying site you should leave them at rest leave them be where they are it's disrespectful to move a And body. that's when
1: you pay your uncle to dress up as a ghost dog who's haunting him because <laughs> he wants to disturb the grave.
2: <laughs> exactly. Um. But yeah, no. You're their parents. Tell them to shut the fuck up. They're little bitch-ass
0: kids. Like. Well, they
1: should have done that in the beginning. They shouldn't have, like, when they were talking about bringing the dog back, don't pretend it's dead. Just give the dog back.
0: Yeah, because like when I was a kid, we had like a big basset hound, and I kind of remember it, but I do remember like my parents being like, "Hey, we can't take care of this dog anymore. We're gonna give it to a friend." And I was like, "All right, well, you know, at least the dog's still alive. It's, it's gonna be in good hands." You know what I mean? As a kid, if you're just told like a, a dog is dead, besides it's going to a better place, it's like, wait, do you think that your dog died and your parents said that? It I, don't was know, I remember a place? like even in high school, that dog was still alive. So like I remember going back and be seeing the dog. No,
1: That was an imposter. <laughs>
0: it's. But yeah, that dog went on to have puppies. Like it got a family. It, it like improved his life way more without me. So I was like, I understand why this. Well, dog maybe lives. that's why your parents
2: have problems with the dog. Get the dog neutered. They're way less aggressive once you get their balls cut off. Or is yeah. that Spade? Which one is getting the balls cut off? Uh, it's. I think it's neutered. I don't know,
1: Paul. Which ones? The ones that's been done to you. <laughs> Both of them. I actually have a very
2: rare set of genitalia. But anyway, moving past What does circumcised
0: mean for a dog? What was that? Mean? <laughs> but yeah, like, clearly he was yeah. aggressive because they, like. Oh, no, like, they even told me, like, they'll tell me now. I was like, it wasn't because he was aggressive. He just, like, peed and pooped in the house. And I always questioned, like, why don't y'all try to potty train it? That's what you do. It's, <laughs> like, the next step. Like, what I've, you do I've with me? I've gone on this like... rant
1: before. Actually, I went famously on the dog episode. I went on the rant about, like, if you're a very good pet owner, I don't mind you having a pet. But there are a lot of people. It's the same thing with kids. Some yeah. people who just. Don't know how to do it well.
0: Yeah, it's like, I don't know what my mom and dad were thinking when they got the dog and were surprised by the fact that it was peeing and pooping in the house. It's like, they've never...
1: Yeah, I used to have a pet rabbit, and they're really funny because if you keep them indoors, they, like, poop while they hop. So it's just, like, little nuggets coming out while they... <laughs> It's adorable. <laughs> they moved. And then you just, like, go behind them like a little Pac-Man, just, like, waka-waka-waka-waka-waka-waka <laughs> with, like, a dustpan. <laughs> oh, I thought you were eating them poop. Yeah,
0: yeah, I thought you were on your belly sliding <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was penguin
1: sliding just to walk along the way. <laughs> uh,
0: no, if I saw that, I would think Adrian shouldn't have a pet.
2: <laughs> i think Adrian's a really dedicated pet owner. Get him. <laughs> yes.
1: any, any last, like, realistic advice for what to do if you, if you were in this situation?
0: I think they made a huge mistake by telling the kid the dog died. They already fucked up. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They really dug their hole deep, so it's kind of like... I think you should tell him the truth, because the longer you wait, the worse it's going to get. This kid already seems pretty impacted by the dog's death, so I think you might as well go ahead and tell him now. Interesting.
2: You don't think it would just be better to tell them, no, we refuse to dig him up? Like...
0: No, because you never know. Like, if he's 13 and he's already doing, like, anniversaries... And he just go out like, on
1: his own and just start shoveling?
0: Yeah, that, yeah but I say he might dig up the grave and if he finds nothing there. He might, like, have a mental oh. breakdown. I no, think you then should... you just tell him, like, the earth moved under the ground. The kids are
2: stupid, dude. You could, you you really could say, like, have the have bones to... <laughs>
0: deteriorated or some bullshit like yeah, that. You could uh, say
2: we didn't bury him in anything. We don't know. Like, you just didn't find him. Yeah. Bad luck. <laughs> I just do not respect children enough.
1: <laughs> yeah. Ooh, actually, that might be the move is, um... Send them away to boarding school while you do your move. <laughs> Send them to military camp or whatever it is. Take your you kids need.
0: back, pretty much, like the dog. <laughs> mm-hmm. Take them back.
1: Yeah, drop them off at a fire station.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Leave a handwritten note that, um, that's explaining from the dog, like, I never died, I ran away.
1: Signed Obviously, with a
0: paw print. Your paw print. <laughs> 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 Yeah, it's just the parents fucked up. I feel like they should just go and tell them the truth now. Like, as mm-hmm. realistic advice, you tell them now. That's
2: crazy. I really, I was being realistic too, so if we ever had kids, we would raise our <laughs> children differently. Because my yeah. realistic advice would be to lie to them, yours would be just just to tell keep them on the lying. truth.
0: Alright, we're back yeah. to the
1: seesaw. Two different uh, approaches to parenting. <laughs>
0: But then again, I would never tell my kids in the first place that. That's true. Would I die. would never lie yeah. in the first place. Like that seems like a
1: bad. Yeah, like first I said, lie. they fucked up. They fucked up in the beginning. Yeah, so this is like a. Yeah, they already fucked up.
0: It's kind of too late down that road to be honest. I mean, like they fucked up get by play.
1: getting a dog, right? Yeah, that's, that's like true. the first mistake they made. Yeah.
2: They fucked up by having a kid. Why would you have a kid? Have they
1: not heard about Honestly, yeah. Honestly. I think the kid was the
0: first mistake and then just spiraled from there. But the dog was like a good part. You know what I mean? It was a good little sprinkle on It wasn't. No. It it clearly caused them a
1: lot of stress. It literally distressed them to the point where they gave it back.
0: (laughs) No, no, no. It it hadn't been a comic place where like, we didn't have a kid. We would love this dog. (laughs) Because who doesn't like dogs? And then they had to take the dog back is the kid. And then they listened
2: to that episode of Big Facts No the Cap about pets and they were like, you know what? We get who doesn't like dogs. It actually makes a lot of sense yeah. and saying what we were all thinking. They were like, They're
1: you like, know yeah, what? We, we have don't some really want. dumb counterpoints that are really easy to dispute, but... <laughs>
0: They were like, you know what we don't want, though? A little bum-ass ferret that snows bad in our apartment, <laughs> right? They actually got a ferret, they killed it, and then they got a dog. And they laughed with the dog in the chat how funny it was that they killed that ferret. Do you want us to leave that in? <laughs> so, you want us uh, to leave that in? Uh, I'm just reading the article, what they said. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. Yeah, you know. should we
1: read the answer about that?
0: <laughs> yeah, what was the answer?
1: From Prudy. Apparently, you haven't heard that the lie parents tell children when they get rid of a pet that they can't stand, but the kid's love is that Scooter is now living on a farm out in the country. I understand that melodrama runs strong through your family, but part of the job of parenting is helping your child deal with painful emotions and rein in their drama queen tendencies. Also, I really like that, um, I just realized I forgot about that whole drama queen thing where, like, the kid had, like, strong moral convictions about a stance and, like, Without even knowing about what Gandhi was, like, he started doing a hunger strike. Like, this this kid's got good instincts. Like, he's gonna be a labor organizer in the future. (laughs) He started, like, stopped doing his chores and started, like, going on strike until they got a scab to take over for him. (laughs) I assume if you had told your son that you knew he adored Scooter, but unfortunately Scooter was just not the right pet for your family, eventually your son would have eaten and spoken again. You should have explained the kindest thing to do is what you did. Return Scooter to his previous owners. You don't mention getting another dog, which is unfortunate because that would have given your son the experience of a dog and ownership of a dog and helped loosen the grip of Scooter's memory. If you continue in your deception, presumably your son takes a shovel and starts his fruitless search for Scooter. Then, presumably, you tell some lie about dog decomposition. It's time to fess up. Start with an apology. Say you realize you did something wrong five years ago out of good intentions gone awry. Tell him what actually happened. The truth has some comfort in it because Scooter lived and presumably found another home. Tell your son you know he'll be angry and justifiably so, and that you two have learned a difficult lesson about telling the truth, even if it's hard. Say you hope he'll learn about forgiving people who make mistakes and own up. No, <laughs> I would if I was if I was his parents. I would say I understand you're mad that you're. You know, dog isn't actually dead. Pick any dog in the neighborhood and we'll go kill it. (laughs) All right, you guys ready for a third segment?
2: Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. All
1: right, I don't really know how well this is going to work out, but we're going to do it anyways. Um, This is a segment that I came up with. It's called, what are you meaning by this? So this is a third segment where I've taken Phil's best rap lines in like a GQ rap genius type of way. <laughs> I'm gonna spit you the line and I want you to explain what they mean. So These are like Phil's a most video? iconic like, lines. Like the
0: Little Techo one and stuff? Like where they explain the bar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I'm
1: gonna give you a bar and I want you to explain what you meant by it, if that, if that's okay.
0: I know for a fact you're gonna bring that Isaiah Thomas one <laughs> to your...
1: That's actually not in the, that's not in the it's list. It's not? Okay, 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 I got you. But okay. that being said, I have 32 lines so we we can speed through this and see Wait, which ones many are good. how 32.
0: Holy shit. Okay, okay.
1: All right, so I'm going to random generate the first one, 23. Okay, so by the way, I took this from Phil's rapping in his songs as well as in his rap battles. So <laughs> if there's context for, like, who he's battling, I'll let you know. Yeah. Um, But otherwise, I'm just going to say the line. So I think this one doesn't need any context. This one is, I just want to fuck that ass like the dragon in Shrek.
0: That's probably my best line in the world. It, that's anybody's best line. That's the best bar ever said in the world. <laughs> that's what that bar means. Um, So... <laughs> But no, uh, the dragon in Shrek was wildly interested in Donkey. Like, much more than Donkey was initially interested in the dragon. Um, There was definitely a Reacher and a Settler in that relationship, and the dragon was the Reacher in that scenario.
1: (laughs) Wait, what is that terminology for relationships
0: we try sailor, how I met your mother it's a very uh some of my favorite episodes
1: oh yeah i'm yeah. not gonna lie i don't, have you I heard don't that use right? that type
0: of not shit not from that episode but i've heard it in general like
2: that in relationships there's always one person who's like yeah yeah. Like. yeah 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 um, but wait the really, dragon was that's reaching interesting because i would have thought that the dragon was so it's a fucking dragon donkey is a donkey yeah i was i don't know but why. he's so funny
1: he's got so much personality he's so raw
2: yeah, I guess it's a donkey with Eddie Murphy's voice. So that's what makes a dragon have to reach.
0: Yeah. But I felt by saying the line, like, I just want to fuck that ass. I want to fuck that donkey. I, it just feels like the dragon was just so much more, like, sexually interested, too. Because, like, didn't she have, like, lipstick on? Like, in one mm-hmm. scene, like, the, the dragon had the lipstick on. I don't know. It was a little too much. So I was like, she's mm. thirsty, you know. It was more about how, how thirsty that dragon was.
1: Okay, so we actually got random generated to number one on the list, which is playing cards like Yu-Gi-Oh to see slide in her booty hole.
0: I've never seen you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what that bar means is that's actually the best bar in the world. <laughs> that's what that one means. I'm sorry. The we last one listing is listing
1: which bar is the best bar in the world, one after another.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that puts fuck that ass like a dragon and Shrek to shame
1: um no that's that's from mgk's what's poppin remix <laughs> uh i thought you would have identified that <laughs> <laughs> i have a few couple tricky ones like that just to keep you on your toes all right number 14 this was after making a comment about their mother being unemployed yo mama keep a dick in both hands and thinks she in between jobs
0: is that meg myron is it
1: no this is tony bruce
0: oh but he stole it from somebody was it danny myers that said it
1: I did not look up. I, I'm no. not trying to find the original person who said this line. I just listened to your battles and got oh, yeah. some random lines like that. So, how do you rate it? Pissing
0: me off because I know, like, I remember that guy stealing a lot of bars, and I think that was one of them. But that bar in general, that's like that's a ten out of ten. I would give that. That's a good bar.
1: That's a good bar. Yeah. A dick in both hands. She's like she's in between, between jobs. jobs because
2: she's a prostitute and she's between one guy she's fucking for money and the next yeah. guy yeah i think hand it's hand more jobs. about
1: between blow job to blow job is it i think it's less about the money exchanged
0: it's about her side hustle and her occupations
1: paul is currently acting it out it's a visual bit
0: <laughs> what are you talking about no i'm not um, he's trying to figure wait, it out i guess what we think about the war in general was like she says she's in between jobs. Like, it doesn't still connect to the fact of her job, like her actual occupation. So, I don't know. That part, yeah, because his
1: mom was a lawyer, right?
0: Yeah. She had a good 401k. She had a, <laughs> she <laughs> she had a really had,
1: good job. She, she had a career. Right. Your bars are stretched out. I feel like I need to carry Mellow.
0: That's a whack oh. bar, Phil. I don't Thank get it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I was trying to, there's, there's a stretch. I was trying to stretch. Actually, it, that bar did stretch. Like I said, his bars were stretching. Uh, Caramello, the candy bar, when you break it open, the bars stretch out because it's oh, all the caramel. But I said Caramello okay. except for Cara, or Caramello. So it, it, it was a reach. It was a reach for sure.
1: Reaches Christ.
0: Reach is Philbin. <laughs>
1: <Reach is> <laughs> um, okay. Okay. All right. So you admit that that one. When I say, what do you mean by this? I'm I'm uh, validated in saying that, yes? Yeah. Oh, okay. I like this one a lot. So here we go. Here's another bar. Actually, I think, would it be more fun if Paul gives his explanation first mm. and then Phil gives his explanation? Yeah, yeah.
0: I would like that. And if he can guess, like, who said it? Because there's been a couple words where I haven't said, but you can guess if I said it or not.
1: All right. So this one is, you said you were Mayweather. That shit didn't land, right? But I guess you are Mayweather you got punches but you can't write
2: oh yeah because there was that thing famously where uh 50 cent said he would pay Mayweather. i don't know who said it um
1: it was 50 cent yeah
2: but uh, no no i mean i don't know if phil or some other rapper yeah. said it but there was that thing where 50 cent uh beefing with mayweather told him that he would give him ten thousand dollars if he uh if he could read, he could a, read sing- his a single cancer page cancer. of harry potter um and because there's been long-standing rumors originating from the breakfast club whenever they asked him to read an ad for the breakfast club on the show and then they leaked the audio of him not being able to read it that floyd mayweather is illiterate so that's where that originated from and then during a beef With 50 Cent, 50 Cent took advantage of those rumors to humiliate Floyd Mayweather, which I think is really more an indictment of the American education system. I don't think it speaks badly on Floyd Mayweather. He's clearly like a pretty great person who's accomplished incredible things uh if he's illiterate that's more us failing as a society that's
1: like, a failure of us on him yeah
2: of him on us yeah i uh, like clearly a very hard-working intelligent person so if he can't so, read so paul i us.
1: agree if someone were to do this as a bar that would make them a bad person yeah right? no this is
2: objectively something only yeah. a cruel person would spit yeah
0: i mean i can't believe mgk would spit this in his wood Poppin' and <laughs> remix it <laughs> doesn't even apply to so, the song <laughs>
1: <laughs> phil do you, what, what's your explanation for this bar
0: um, the guy in the first round, it was Tony Bruce. Uh, the guy who I was saying that was stealing bars from other people had a line about him being like Mayweather and I'm McGregor. So my rebuttal was, you said you were Mayweather, but that didn't land right. Cause you're more like, well, I guess you are. Mayweather. Well, I, I guess you are. Maywe-. So then I just immediately changed my mind. It's like, you know what? You are Mayweather. <laughs> you got punches, like punch lines and punches, but you can't. Right, because Floyd Mayweather is illiterate. Well, I guess that those are the... Uh, you know, that's what everybody says about him. He may be illiterate. Dude, that's kind
2: of tight, though, that you thought of that between rounds to come back. Oh, yeah,
1: rebut- rebuttals are... Yo, yeah. Phil's rebuttal game is crazy. <laughs> uh, is
2: that but... if, if Aziz Ansari was reviewing <laughs> Phil's rapping? Yeah, how yeah, he That's an
0: actual rapper's, like, catchphrase, like, before he does rebuttals. Oh. That's Aaron Ward's <laughs> catchphrase. Yeah, it My rebuttal game, like crazy. Is that's yes. Crazy. It's sorry as like, rap battle persona <laughs> that he takes on to do. Um, no. Yeah, his rebuttal getting crazy. He says that before all of his rebuttals. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all the explanation. But I do feel like it's okay to say that line because I'm just stating a fact. I'm not making fun of Mayweather. I'm just saying. Hey, oh, I also don't actually have
2: a problem with it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, for the next line, do you guys want me to do it, like, as Phil or do you want me to do it as me?
0: Okay, so we know this is a line from me. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. do it as me.
1: Tell your wife if she in the market for a cute kid. I'm an animal in the bed,
2: (laughs) like a towel
1: on a cruise ship.
2: Wait, first you were doing Mickey Mouse from South Park.
0: Oh. What? We both went for the same joke. (laughs) Okay, Paul, explain that bar. I really couldn't understand what you were saying.
1: Uh, Tell your wife if she in the market for a cute kid... I'm an animal in the bed, like a towel on the cruise ship.
2: Oh, because they fold the towels into yeah. little animal
1: shapes. Yeah, yeah, that's a bar. That's a bar. Echo um, called it, me just now, and he let me know that's a bar. That's a bar. <laughs> it's
0: um, it, if it's in your prowl for a cute kid, not market. Okay, well,
1: I I listened to these while drunk Completely last night trying different. to transcribe. Them <laughs> it, so,
0: um, but no, yeah, that's what it means. Yeah, just fold towels. Um, oh,
1: so that adds the extra syllable. Prowl towel. Yeah, yeah. Is that Okay, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, no, yeah, that's pretty much the explanation of that.
1: You ready for the next one?
0: Um, I don't think we can top that one, but yeah, that was the best one.
1: <laughs> I I think this one's pretty good. I got a dick so big, Bigfoot takes pictures of it.
0: I mean, that's is that
2: really a film bar?
0: Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> this was a while ago. I forgot about that. <laughs> um. A dick so big that big because bigfoot's <laughs> pretty big, y'all. Yeah, yeah. people take pictures of him but, or her. Yeah. Uh, but when Bigfoot sees my dick, like, whoa, I know I'm big, but I mean, come on, look at that dick <laughs> And I'm like, oh, Bigfoot, please. He takes
1: out his Nikon,
0: yeah, yeah. I've seen Bigfoot a good bit of times because he doesn't run away when I see him, he stays and he takes pictures of my huge dicks.
1: <laughs> no, uh. <laughs>
0: But no, I'm very proud of that bar. That's that's actually the best one of Barbie ever said. Let's just go to the next one in Adrian's voice. No, okay.
1: <laughs> All right. You couldn't get Philip's head if you borrowed a screwdriver or a wrench. Impossible to rhyme with orange. Mm,
2: I think this is one of those classic situations of it doesn't make sense, but it's just like words that kind of fit together, like Philip's head, screwdriver, and head can be like a you know. A, a blowjob. It'll be a little naughty. Talking about sex. Um,
0: you know, hearing that lyric, it really does sound like you couldn't get a blowjob from me unless you get a <laughs> screwdriver. That's what it <laughs> yeah. sounds like. It, yeah, yeah know, I don't think it actually makes sense
2: unless you're claiming you're giving blowjobs.
0: Well, I was trying to say like you wouldn't understand my intellect. You want to get my head, but now that just sounds like you want to get my blowjob. It's <laughs> oh, just such you a did bad not read? A blowjob reference? No. <laughs> I was trying to say like you want to get. Like what goes on in my head, man? <laughs> unless you had a screwdriver,
2: you wouldn't get up you wouldn't get up in this bussy unless you were a good rapper. I bet bussy as in my
0: heart. <laughs> unless you had a screwdriver though. Um ten out of ten though. Next
1: If your grandma gave me a handyman, I would work her. She needed a man to show us she's all that. Got a good burger.
0: That wasn't yep. Phil. That was me. <laughs> I, think I, was, that was, I think I was like the biggest reach. I love that, actually. That was a great line. 10, 10. Who did I say can, that against? Can Paul explain that? I, I've before never, you do? No, because I've never watched Good Burger. I mean, Good Burger just had some of the same people that were on all that, I think. Like Keenan and Keel, right? Yeah, yeah, Um, And then what were the... What Wait, what was the whole line again?
1: If your grandma gave me a handy, I would work her. She needed a man to show what she's all that.
0: Amanda Show, that bird. Uh, Amanda Show, all of that. Wait, the Amanda. Wait, what is?
1: The, what is like, Amanda the Show? The skit mean?
0: show on Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I just—I guess I just, that was like a mini show. Oh, speech.
1: Amanda Show, yo, that's fire. Yeah, I didn't even realize. That's fire, dude. Phil, you're writing crazy, man. But this wait, what was the setup? To- There's levels to the it.
0: Levels, bro. There's <laughs>
1: levels <laughs>
2: bro. to it. <laughs> all right, next one. <laughs>
1: She'll get the white D in the limo. That's Eisenhower.
0: That's a great bar. That's the best bar yet. Thank you. Yeah, that's um, that's an alright bar. I still like the uh, the green new- No way. Tony Bruce didn't say this, right? I said it. No, that was you. Yeah. Oh, totally. that's the best bar ever. Yeah, yeah. it's really
2: good. Damn <laughs> it! Yeah, I thought for I thought
0: for sure you're said thought. <laughs> no, I, I, that's that was a really old one. You've been way back for these.
1: I did my research. Yeah, Dwight Dwight D I put, I put in into this the shit. Limo. I'll wet your dumb ratchet when I book Maddox. Everything from her head to legs in one casket. You know you lost everything when you see all your ex in one basket.
0: All of your ex girlfriend's like body parts in one coffin. Uh ex in one basket. Uh that was kind of a reach there with basket and coffin. Um
1: I thought it was fire. I like that line.
0: You know you lost everything Wait, we Paul, in. what did you think he meant? I, I had no idea what was going on there. It,
2: you were also delivering it with so much attitude, Adrian, that I was kind of more like, Oh, this must be somebody other than Phil because you're doing like the voice of like uh Oh no, I'm trying to maintain Lord, the energy rapper. Phil had when he
1: delivered it. But yeah. if you want me to do like a more of like an Alexa, it's uh I'll wet your dumb ratchet when I book Maddox. Everything <laughs> from her head to legs in one casket. You know you lost everything when you see all of your ex in one basket.
2: Yeah, I still don't get it. It's a lot of words. I've it is drinking. a lot of words. It's a very I long is, I, I
1: thought it was fire, dude. I thought this was a good line. Thank
2: you. I appreciate it. I'm not saying it's not.
1: Paul's a hater, but I'm not, dog. I thought this <laughs> shit was fire. <laughs> hey, I appreciate
0: dog. it, fam. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Is that it? You, nothing to say about that one?
0: Um, I mean, yeah. It's just kind of like... I, I'm trying to think of like, the setup, though, with about... You know you lost everything. Like, what does that have to do with eggs in one basket? I was trying to remember... Um.
1: Oh, because if you put all your eggs in one basket, it means you lose everything if you lose your eggs in one basket. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was good. I I thought it was yeah. good.
2: Alright, alright. Next part, next part. <laughs>
1: alright, I'm just gonna start going down the list. Um Sweet as honey from a killer bee.
0: That was you, Adrian. Wait, what that was Phil? That was me?
1: Yeah. From uh first forty eight.
0: Was that flawed? Was the, the honey bees uh uh wait, sweet as honey from was is a does the killer bee make honey?
1: They do, and it tastes the same as regular honey. Oh, so it's it, not sweet. Killer bees are just slightly more aggressive than honey bees. Yeah. There's no difference in the honey that uh, they make.
0: <laughs> so how would you rate that? Because it's still sweet, though, right? All honey is sweet, so it still makes sense. No, because If
1: that's what you meant, then yes. No,
2: I think you meant you were less sweet, because you would assume a killer bee had less sweet honey, because he's a fucking killer bee. That's true, yeah.
1: Well, she is. It's all female bees, Shut the yes. fuck up, nerd.
2: I meant as... <laughs>
1: What am I being, how am I being bullied virtually?
2: <laughs> how you be? What is that, Tyler, the creator? How are you be? How are you be cyber bully Just close your eyes, walk.
0: <laughs> no, I meant as a, like just just moderately sweet. Just by by. No, they're
1: still very sweet. It's still very. It's still <laughs> mostly sugar sauce.
0: I meant like sweet as in like I'm a pretty sweet too, but not as sweet as any other like honey from a different bee. All
1: right, we're gonna keep going with this <laughs> rapid round. Okay. Okay, I'm in the trap selling cheap thrills. I'm Dr. Dre making less money from rap because nothing
2: beats pills. Mm, because of the beat pills uh, mm-hmm.
0: uh, speaker. Yeah, he made uh, more money. Obviously. Which was not
1: how he made most of his money. It was from beats the headphones, not the pills.
0: <laughs> well, shut the fuck up. That's I mean, true. Like... No, it's true. It's a valid point.
2: No, no, no. That's, that's too...
0: What if he did? Isn't what if he picky? did come out with his headphones and nobody liked him, but then he came out with like a little shitty like Bluetooth speaker and everybody like raved over <laughs> it?
1: <laughs> they're like, wait, wait, this is the one that's associated with that raping song by uh Alan Thick's son? <laughs> everybody get up.
2: Are they holding beats pills while they're doing that? I remember them in front of a white background while girls are like dancing, but yeah. It was
1: very big for promotional material for uh Beats Pills, yeah. Oh. Damn. Can I say I've got one more, if that's okay? Oh yeah. You remind me of the coyote from the Road Runner. You don't fucking get it because you paint a picture so one dimension, You should hit the road the way you so tunnel vision.
0: So the coyote? No, wait. The coyote? No, the Road Runner is supposed to hit the road, but I don't think it actually does. I think it like doesn't fall. No, the coyote is. The coyote is okay. Yeah. So he hits the the
2: the tunnel that's the... painted on.
0: Yeah, the painted old tunnel because he has the vision of like, oh, it's a tunnel here. He has tunnel vision, uh, but he ends up just hitting the rock or whatever. And I guess the one dimension part that didn't. No, that makes sense because it's a yes. one-dimensional painting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I it was fire. Is
0: that two-dimensional technically? No, that's one-dimensional way. Yes, because you, got... you use an X and Y, yeah, so
1: yeah, technically yes, yeah. yeah, so the one yeah. dimension is just the a lineup.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, it rhymes, so I was like, fuck, I'll say One Dimension. But yeah, that's... All right. That's probably legitimately one of my favorites, though. I like that one a lot.
1: I did, too. I thought it was pretty good. Um, okay, so, uh, Paul, you want to do a Big Facts, and no-cap roundup to yeah. finish this out? Yeah,
2: let's do that. Um, big Fact, um, man, we've talked about so much, I'm just trying to gather <laughs> my thoughts. We've, really, we've been a lot of places. And I think that's actually, it's maybe a little bit cliche, but maybe that brings me to my big fact, which is it's not about the, it's not always about the destination or the purpose. Sometimes it is about the journey. And so as cliche as that sounds.
1: My no cap is, um, your kids are kids. Fucking lie to them all the time. Like it's a, it's a war. Do everything you can to fucking win. Am I right? And then Phil, if you want to do your Phil raps, I'm going to give you a quick beat.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. You can hear it? Okay, cool, cool. I right, Adrian, do you want to give me a word, a topic, or what you want to do? Bobcats. Yo, okay. Mmm Listen, all you haters, y'all are all cap. You're you should retire like the Bobcats, cause they were basketball and then they had to retire yo me and paul on this podcast we are fire you know we like that jim carrey movie liar liar but you know our cars have flat tires every day because we don't take care of our cars yo give me a new word so i can freestyle more bars uh what is the next word okay inside out inside out what do you say Paul? Oh, okay, good. Yo, um, I'm gonna tell you this on the flip side now. My favorite Pixar movie? It was Soul. It was not Inside Out. <laughs> that movie sucked. <laughs> For real I like Soul I like The Lion King No, I like Finding Nemo Just don't play me that movie Inside Out It's 0% on Rotten Tomatoes That movie sucks, bro It's about feelings and stupid shit like that People play like Anxiety That's real life shit I hate that movie Next word Vaseline, go give me that movie inside out. I cover it in gasoline and Vaseline, light it on fire. That movie sucks. Next word Carburetor. I want to carve a razor into that movie inside out. Next word. (laughs) What you got? What'd you say? Cinema, ah, uh, yo, you know the people who made Inside Out? That cinema? <laughs> well, cinema message. Tell them it sucks.
2: Next word. I'm gonna need you to read this comment as part of your raps by Smoke okay, Music a, from I'm six a- months ago <laughs> on this Young Thug free beat.
0: Okay, Smoke Music said, "Fire beat, bro, heavy shit. Can you let me know where you'd get this guitar sample from, or did you make this yourself?" Nobody replied. He should kill himself. Smoke music. Nobody give a fuck about your question. Yo, the only thing that's less than you is that movie Inside Out. That movie sucks.
2: some beat that thing.
0: <laughs> Can I get one more beat? I didn't like that one.
2: Okay, 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 what do you want? Um Alright, alright, alright. Um A rap god type beat. <laughs> Okay. If you don't like it, just don't
0: yeah, I'll do it. This is fun. Alright, so give me a word or a topic or a poem. either of y'all. Ah, uh, pandemonium. Somebody give me a stand, a podium, I'm trying to make a speech. You know I'm not a leech. I saw a panda the other day, and it was eating the leaves off a branch of a tree. And I was like, that's so adorable, gee. It's a panda at the zoo, and it's eating bamboo. Yo, you know I got that two-in-one shampoo, but it's ironic because I don't need the one for my hair. I'm losing my hair. pattern baldness. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Next word. Woo! Male pound bonus. It's a real issue. Nah. Uh, okay, wait, 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 Boats.
2: I'm choking. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm choking now. He's choking.
0: <laughs> the words just won't <laughs> come out. <laughs> I would love it if... While well, Eminem was choking, I would like if he started rapping, that's... <laughs> still rhyming and rapping. I'm
2: choking now. The word won't come out. My mom's spaghetti on my...
0: Spoken now. Just throwing up spaghetti. <laughs> And Clarence's parents had a real good marriage. I like how this beat sounds like a video game level or something. You shook. Ain't no such thing as halfway crooked. <laughs> is that a... Did I rap? You did it. You did... <laughs> All right. I guess I'll close it out. Because this is a masterpiece. It's a tight beat made by something with Master P. And, you know, we're recording this own audacity. And, you know, you can't be in the class with me because um, Adrian did IB in high school. And I was not. He was not in the same class as me. It was a tragedy. But I always got, like, a lot of Bs and As in my classes. I could have been in IB if I wanted to. Farce. Farce. I could have been an IB if I wanted to.